Lego. Lego. Hey everyone, welcome to the Lego Stud Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett, and if this is your first time, welcome, and if you've listened to some of the previous episodes, welcome back. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date on all the latest Lego Stud episodes. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to a person who was on the interview, which is me. If you guys know Parks and Rec, that was a little purred happily. I'm going to try to talk a little bit about my own experience with burnout, which I'll describe later in the episode. First, though, we're going to talk about the bricking news that happened this week. And our biggest news, of course, is the Lamborghini Scion, which was released officially at a cost of $379.99. I haven't actually gotten my set yet. And I'll probably get one in the future. I know my friend Michael, if you've listened to some of the previous episodes, he actually bought it and did a live Twitch stream of it. And he said it's one of his favorite builds of all time. So I think a lot of people are very excited to get their hands and build this set. Also, in consideration of sets, we have some release dates that were moved. So the original dates that were for the Marvel sets for this summer were supposed to be June 1st in the United States. So we had the Awkward Hulkbuster, the Avengers Tower, and the Iron Man Helmet. But without warning... They got moved to the 21st of June. This, I guess, is not the first time this has happened. Europe seems to get these sets a lot faster, which makes sense in some regards since the headquarters is in Europe and they have some good distribution right there in their backyard, while for global distribution it is harder, especially since they have their factory in Mexico that was shut down and the one that was in China is still going. And actually, Brickset went through it and found that Just this year, 87 sets uh, were late in the United States compared to Europe. And I expect it'll probably be more based on the continuation of this pandemic. And speaking of the pandemic, since most of us can't travel, we can't go to the Lego house. And Lego decided, well, we'll bring the Lego house to you through some videos and tours. And they're free online tours. You can go to the Lego house website and you can sign up for one of their five tours that they'll be doing through the next few months. The first tour is going to be the beginning of the Lego group, expanding 1932 to 1946, and that will be June 11th. There will be four more after that, one on June 25th, one on July 9th, one on August 13th, and September 1st. And they'll go through different time periods through Lego's history leading up to today. Now make sure you do take into account that the Eastern time zone is five hours ahead of the lego house's time zone so plan accordingly because they are working normal hours and it's leading up to the countdown of june 22nd which will be the reopening of the lego house as the lego house is opening they're going to be coming out with a new exclusive set it's 40501 wooden duck previously they had the tree of creativity and the dinosaurs and now this is their new exclusive set but it's weird to have an exclusive set during a pandemic when no one can travel and purchase it so i see this becoming a huge second market sell for people to make some money and it sucks because i would love to have a set like this i wish they would sell it online it's hard to get we don't even have any of the other exclusive sets available to the united states they're only being resold in europe and i'm still trying to get my hands on the lego house architecture set 
It's really hard, and they talked about getting rid of exclusive sets, but yet here we are. And another exclusive set to top that is the Legoland Ninjago World set which is 40429. It's going to be 404 pieces. It's a small set that they're only going to be selling at the Legoland. That the set will represent the new Ninjago world that is being built part of the Legoland expanded world. Uh, It's going to be hard to get. Again, same thing. Now, I know I keep bashing Lego for some of the things they do, but I have to get behind them on this for racial inequality that we've seen, especially here in the United States. They're lending a hand and throwing in their own support. They're going to be donating $4 million to organizations that are dedicated to supporting black children and educating about racial inequality. This is out of character for Lego. They really don't jump into any of these sort of situations, any political aspect to them. It's turning a tide, and I really do think it's a good thing for Lego and the communities to continue seeing brands like this backing support to the protesters and the injustice that we see today. Hopefully it'll be helpful and continue to provide they'll continue to provide for other charities in the future. And lastly, we do have a lot of the Lego brand stores are beginning to reopen. As of the 20th of May, we have over 33 curbside pickups in the United States and 15 in-store shopping experiences, which I did see someone take some photos. Most of the displays in the middle are gone. There are specific areas you can walk through in a pattern so that you can maintain that social distancing, but still get to go to a Lego shop. And I I know I will not be at mine anytime soon because it is in a mall and that is still closed at this point. It's still weird. You know, it's not going to be the same and eventually we'll get back to normal, but it's going to take some more time. And that's all I have today for our bricking news. I hope it was informative and now we'll dive into a little more personal discussion concerning burnout. So if you've heard the word burnout, you might know the definition, but I'm going to read it to you anyways. Burnout is the reduction of a fuel or substance to nothing through use or combustion. Wait, that is the wrong definition. Give me a second. Okay. Burnout is a state of emotion, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It even has been defined by the World Health Organization. It's defined as burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as results from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It's characterized by three dimensions. Feeling of a energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feeling of negativity or cynicism related to one's job and reduction of professional efficiency. Yes, it is in the workforce, but as I said, it's it's part of life too. We feel that we're pushing ourselves too far because we need to be in some other place at this point of our lives. And it happens most commonly between 25 and 44 years old. There's five different stages. We've got stage one, which is the honeymoon phase. You've just got a new job. You're very excited, but you're stressed. You want to prove yourself. You've got to set boundaries, continue pushing yourself, making sure to hit those deadlines or even get them done earlier. You put more pressure, more hours in to show that you are grateful, you're capable, which adds stress. Stage two is the onset of stress. That stress keeps building. Now you become emotionally distressed. You become a little bit agitated here and there you think that you need to be doing more and pushing 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 stage three is chronic stress where you are blatantly aggressive you are stressed to the point of 
physical pains happening where your stomach or you have a headache and it just keeps getting worse. Stage four is what we call burnout. You've reached the point of there's no more penguins that can sit on your iceberg. They're going to keep falling off and stress will build to the point that you think you're comfortable, but instead you're shutting down and lacking what you need to complete whatever tasks you're looking to do. And stage five is habitual burnout where you've become so complacent to the fact that you're always stressed and it it's constant. It's just a way of life for you now that you can't function in a happy, sustained way. And I've hit at least to level four. And I think if I continue to push myself, I'm going to hit level five and I cannot bring myself or the people I love to see that. And I think we've all been there at some point that we've been extremely stressed. We don't know what to do, where to go, and we get lost in our own thoughts. We we get stressed that we're being pressured not only by ourselves, but by others, our work, our home life, the society, social media. You see all these people with perfect lives and you stress out thinking, you're not leading the perfect life. You're you're losing out. And I, I I don't know. It's bad in some people. And some people just deal with the stress. Some people can continue to move on with their lives, not thinking about it. And just go to day-to-day living through a stressful levels that some people can't comprehend. And I think that... It's hard for people to come to a realization that they burn out, but sometimes it's very, very easy. Personally, when I overdo it, I stretch myself too thin because I think I have a thousand good ideas. And instead of like picking two or three to focus on, I want to do a thousand of them all at the same time. There's, there's no stopping me. There's, oh, this is great. I got to do it now. I'm going to miss out. I'm going to do something wrong if I don't jump in head first now. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there's also this idea. And maybe I'll write it down or maybe instead of writing it down, I'll stop what I'm doing and start that. And it's constant. It's never ending. I'm always doing that. It's a, it's for, it's a form of FOMO or fear of missing out. I have such a high anxiety that I'm missing out on opportunities because I'm not taking the time I need to do them. Now let's blend that into this podcast, for instance. I have always thought about doing a podcast, and I I started listening to them years ago because I needed something more to, to engage my brain. I was only listening to like the top 40 pop hits and then constantly going back and forth through albums I knew, but I needed to branch out. I needed to learn more because I felt like I was falling behind. So fear of missing out, I went to podcasts because they had information I can learn. I can engage in the world. So I listened to the daily learning about what's going on in politics or in our world. And I listened to some funny ones such as armchair expert with Dax Shepard. So I I looked around, you know, there's not much in Lego on podcasts because most of the time Lego is pretty visual. You can see this, the buildings and the cars and things that are built, but it's hard to talk about them through verbal. 
And as you can see, I'm not very eloquent in how I speak anyways, so it's hard to define it. But it came to COVID, and I'm like, well, this could be some time to to do it. And I did. I, I took some time to get equipment because everyone thinks that the best thing about a podcast is you got to have the right equipment. Just do it. Just go out and just be a part of it, even if you have your phone. And I <clears throat> wanted to make sure that my podcast was like 100%, the best of the best. Get me to the uh, 10,000 downloads a day number for some reason. I couldn't see myself not succeeding. But then, and that's pressure. That's that's part of the pressure. And then I decided, well, I've already been building a bunch of Legos and my Instagrams are okay and I would like to continue doing that. And so I had a Brickheads account that I started um, about a year ago and it's like over 3,400 followers. And I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. But then came Christmas after I had done some of the builds because I did 30 builds for Halloween, then a couple builds for Christmas, and I stopped. I couldn't get past the thought of, I'm not enjoying it anymore. I'm just doing it because I want to continue in the success. What I should have done is should have taken a break. I should have backed off and said, hey, I appreciate all of your you who are following me and supporting me, and I want to make sure that I'm giving you some great products and builds. But I pushed myself. Not only did I push myself there, I decided to also push into doing other builds because I love building on the side too. I like to do miniature like landscape models with architecture buildings. Also um, considered some Lego ideas sets that I'm still working on. And I've been working on them for months because... When you submit a Lego idea set, there's a lot of pressure to succeed, to get to that 10,000 subscribers, and I don't know if my ideas are good enough for it, so I don't put myself out there, which is weird because I didn't think I was good, going to be good for a podcast, yet I'm here now talking to a computer and a mic with the cat on my lap, and I feel fine. I, I'm definitely striving to be more comfortable with it, and then... I see people succeeding in YouTube and I'm like, oh, I should dive into there because I had a YouTube years ago, Back to Brick, when, what was that, 2017. I did it when the Millennium Falcon came out. I threw like two or three videos like, oh, I got gypped out of the ordering. It got back ordered and I didn't get it for a year. What the heck is a black card? And actually, what what's the use of Brickheads? As now I'm a Brickheads designer. And... I I just wanted to succeed. I, I have this drive to be more. And you see other people, and you're not supposed to compare yourself to other people's success. You're supposed to just succeed in your own way. But unfortunately, this is the society we live in where everyone posts their successes, not their failures. And I had to jump in again. Then... I wanted to build my followership in another way. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring up Back to Bricks again and Back to Brick 2, and I'm going to delete all my old posts and make it uh, a dedication to all people's builds. And I did, and it's it's doing okay. But the problem is I don't, re- I, I don't know why I'm doing it. The same with I did another one. I love iPods, and there's a guy on YouTube, Dank Pods, 
which grew from like zero to 160,000 subscribers in under six months. And I was like, it's, I could do all the things he can do. I definitely could be that successful. And I've already have like so many iPods that I want to fix or do whatever with. And I'm like, I'm going to start up my YouTube channel, but I'm not just going to do it in that. I want to do like restorations because those are cool. But then I can also talk about Lego. Maybe I'll do finance. Maybe I'll do a Tesla-based one. And on and on and on the ideas go. And you know what? I haven't started. I'm still sitting here because I'm, I'm nervous to start. And I have too many ideas to settle on one. This is where I'm... I hope you're catching on that I have a lot going on. And I'm just talking about like what I'm interested in doing online. I started also doing commissions because I like building things and having somebody want a design that I could build for them is really cool. I think that it gives me a better creativity level. And so those take up time because I'm not just building for me. I have to build for somebody else. So I have to try to get to their specifications. I have to do it in a certain time period. And I, uh, I stopped building my own builds. I got obsessed with Animal Crossing, and I'm like, oh, these would be cool. I'm going to build the buildings, and I'm going to do it as an idea set. I'm 95% of the way done with the buildings, but I still haven't finished them. And it's been two, three months, and I want to submit them as an idea set, so maybe they can be considered for a Lego set. I just haven't done it, and I'm, I'm stuck because I think all these ideas are great. And instead of focusing on one, I've decided that I'm going to do them all at the same time. So I go to work because I'm still going. Let me back up for a second because I'm still going to a normal schedule of my job. My job isn't a nine to five, but it's in shifts of 12 hours that are deviated through the day or excuse me, through the week. And I get a few days off in between. So I go to work, I come home, I work some more. Then go to sleep early because I need to get up early. I go to work. And then when on my days off, I'm filling all the time with the other work I want to do. Which is nothing of my own builds. It's maybe playing Animal Crossing for half an hour. But then I have a family. I have a wife. I have two cats and a dog. The dog is a baby. She's one year old. She actually just had to go to the emergency room yesterday because she ate a piece of my shoe that got stuck in her stomach and then we also put in an offer for a house the day before that that we got turned down for and it's that's in two days that's in 48 hours those two things happen those major events and I'm still missing out I'm not 100% present in my family life because I'm so wrapped up in all my other ideas and I have too many to focus on. I am spreading myself thin. I, I mean, I can remember a great quote from uh, the show Parks and Rec, which I quoted at the beginning. Ron Swanson said, don't half-ass so many things, whole-ass one thing. And I need to take that advice and continue to do that. Because what's happened is I've burned myself out emotionally, physically, and mentally. I can't sustain this. And yesterday, I turned 28 years old. I'm not old. I, I'm just 
I'm so stressed that I can't function at a hundred percent and I can't dedicate the time I need to the things I like, the things I want to succeed in and my family. I haven't figured out a balance. I was diagnosed with adult ADHD, so I'm always bouncing all over the place. That's our generation, though. We're always moving and doing things. But I've become so burnt out that I can't succeed. I'm doing too much to and pushing it to the point of I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill the idea, and it's not going to work. And the pandemic adds another level to that. We're now so isolated from each other that I've become isolating myself further. I had this two-week break where I decided that I'm still going to get a lot of work done. This is the best time to do it. And I hadn't been in the situation most people are where they've had two weeks of nothing to do, but not two weeks, three months. And I broke. I broke down because I hadn't experienced any of it. But instead of assessing and understanding that I needed to stop what I'm doing and refocus and try something else, I added more work. We've been planning for the past months to renovate our backyard, so I forced myself to do more. I start the podcast, but now I'm looking to start another podcast. It's constant. It doesn't end, and you almost have to do a full reset. You have to unplug the computer and press the power button until it shuts off. It's hard to do that for people, and I'm struggling doing it. I need help to do it. And so you seek therapy at times to get your thoughts out because it's hard to talk to your loved ones about things. And you don't want to stress them on your stress. And you, you read about what happens with burnout, that it, it destroys your creativity, that it can hinder your physical growth as a person, and it's becoming a chronic condition. In Sweden... They actually consider it a actual mental health issue where people take breaks from work that in the same age range, 25 to 44, the burnout rate has increased 114% since 2017. That the U.S. population spends upwards of 40 hours, doesn't take their vacation time. Then almost 10 million of the population that's working works over 40 hours. We think that we need to continue to succeed and we're not taking a break. We see European countries that take a month-long paid vacation. It'd be great. I mean, I have paid vacation time, but also I'm in the military, which has its other hindrances that I can't just get up and go somewhere. It's hard, and you need a break sometimes from your life. My wife hates saying that because she thinks that we're not, we don't need a break from our lives. We just need to change the lives that we live. And She's not wrong. I just think that there are times that you need to get away. It is a reset. You come back from that and you're like, ah, that was nice. And I think that that's what needs to happen now. Unfortunately, you can't get away from it. We're stuck. We're, we're in limbo. We, we have to wait and see what happens. But you shouldn't punish yourself for it. And I'm, this is me talking to me about it. The best way to get out of this is a few things. Focus on what you love. Don't spread yourself so thin. Break up your time. Schedule it if you need to. I'm very bad at scheduling my time. But there are a lot of people out there that that's how they can remain organized and become become less stressed and be able to take time for themselves. And that's the biggest one is make sure you take time for yourself. Do the things you love. Don't kill your hobbies because you think that you need to succeed like I have. I need to get back to what I like to build in Legos. 
I have 60 ideas written down in my journal for Legos alone that I need to do for me. They're not brickheads. They're not always Star Wars. They're architecture, and it's that I will like them once they're completed. It doesn't matter if somebody else does, and that's the hardest part. You have to be able to love what you do first instead of putting the pressure that you need to make everybody else love it as well. I look down at my lap right now, and my cat's passed out. He is curled up in a ball, no care in the world, because this is his favorite place, is sitting on my lap. And I think that everybody needs to realize that they have a favorite thing, a favorite place, and it doesn't have to be a physical place, be it a mental place, a mental state. Don't let yourself burn out. Do what you love and continue working at it, but do it at a pace that's cap you're capable of. Don't think you have to succeed, because you know what? The more you push yourself that you have to succeed, the less likely you will. If you love what you do and you show that, you will succeed. If anyone else is feeling this way, just take the level of advice I've given you and make sure you take time for yourself. I know this is a longer episode than you probably were expecting, especially not 100% based on Lego, but I, I thought I should share it because I want to still provide a podcast that's the most open and honest it can be and make sure that I'm doing the best I can. But I'm telling you that I would like to be here and put my full effort towards this. So I want to thank you again for listening. If you're feeling burnout, make sure to take that time and not push yourself. You can subscribe to this channel if you'd like to hear, of course, more things about Lego instead of me rambling on about being burnt out. You can also reach out to me at iBrickheads, at Lego underscore underscore stud, and at Back to Brick 2. If you're interested in supporting this page, also check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash legostud. I'm here to talk to anyone that loves Lego as much as I do and just enjoy your hobbies because that is our escape is a hobby and just don't push yourself to the point that you lose that. So as I say every time I end, get creative, get out there, and go build something.